Hello and welcome back to the Daily Royal, a podcast covering all the events of all the European royal families. Today, we'll be talking about the events, updates, interviews, and more from the weekend of April 17th to April 19th, 2020. We are going to start off with the British royal family. Um, so on Friday, and this is the only day they had anything going on. So on Friday, uh, the Duchess of Cornwall sent a video message to the NHS Nightingale Hospital in Manchester for their opening. Uh, so similar to her husband opening the Nightingale in London and Prince William opening the Nightingale in Birmingham. Um, she sent a pre-recorded video message instead of a um, Skyping in or something like that to open, um, congratulating them and speaking of the extraordinary effort um, that it takes to build these and staff them. Um, so that is what Camilla did on Friday. Um, and then we had a big day for the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Um, so it started out by, um, a video being released that was narrated by Will and Kate, um, that is in support of the Every Mind Matters movement, which is an offshoot of the National Health Services. Um, so they narrated this video, um, about keeping your mind and your mental health strong during this time. Um, so I think from what I'm kind of understanding that this is part of a bigger project that launches on Monday, um, but I'm not completely sure. So we'll find out tomorrow. Um, so along with this video release, they also shared on their social media accounts, nine tips for being mentally healthy during this time. Um, and I'm actually going to share all nine of them because one, they're super important. Um, and two, I think it serves as a reminder for all of us to use these things. Um, so the first one is have a daily routine and set goals for yourself, even if they're small goals. Um, so that's really, really important. Um, look after your body is the second one. Try to eat healthy, drink water, and exercise regularly. The next is trying to maintain a regular sleep pattern. Don't get used to be staying up really late and then sleeping in and then all of a sudden you're nocturnal. Um, just try and keep regular sleeping hours. Um, do the things you love or try learning something new. Stay connected with friends and family via telephone, video calls, or social media. Talk about your worries with someone you trust or reach out to a helpline. Acknowledge difficult feelings and try to manage and try and manage unhelpful thoughts. The eighth is try to find time to relax and try simple relaxation techniques. And then the ninth and final is keep your mind active by reading, writing, playing games, doing crossword puzzle puzzles, drawing, cooking, or even painting. Um, so I just think that those are nine really um, simple in theory 
things to do to keep your mind healthy. This is what the National Health Services is recommending for the UK. Um, but I just think that it's really important for all of us to kind of keep in mind. Um, so also along with this video release, um, they had an interview with the BBC um, done over FaceTime, Zoom, something like that. Um, where they talked about why they, one, got behind their pro this project and lent their voices, um, you know, and it was about, you know, really, like, acknowledging that this is a hard time for absolutely everyone, uh, whether you're affected with infected or just affected by stay-at-home mandates and, you know... <laughs> If you have kids, homeschooling your kids and all of that. This is a time that is affecting everybody in a really stressful way. And they wanted to acknowledge that and lend their voice to um, give that some extra promotion. Um, also in the interview, it was about nine minutes. So they talked about a good bit of things, which was kind of great. Um, they talked about Captain Tom Moore, who is a veteran. <gasps> Um, and is walking and um, he is raising funds for the National Health Services. Um, so he is 99 years old. 99! Um, and he is walking every day um, and receiving donations to fund uh, the NHS during this time. Um, they also talked about what homeschooling their kids is like um, and the challenges there. Um, you know, homeschooling is challenging, I'm sure. Um, and then they also talked about the kids and how they are doing on, like, FaceTime calls with their grandparents. Um, apparently Prince Louis, who is two, um, likes to, likes the red button, so frequently ends the FaceTime calls because he just likes to press the red button. Um, so that was really fun. Um, it was a really great interview. It talked about a lot of serious stuff, but then also, like, we got some cool snippets from what their life is like during um, the stay-at-home situation. Um, and then also on Friday, uh, the Countess of Wessex continued her volunteer work and helped to prepare food and care packages for, NH for the NHS staff at her local hospital. Um, and so one thing that I like to note about these visits... Um, is it's actually not an official, like, royal calendar visit volunteer work. Um, this is just something that she wanted to do and has been doing. Um, and I think that's really great. Um, and then that is it for the British royal family for the weekend. We actually got no new updates on Saturday or Sunday. Um, so now we are going to move on to Belgium. Friday in Belgium, uh, King Philippe and Queen Mathilde had their first outing together since the outbreak of COVID-19, so we have not seen them out and about in the public together since um, March, mid-March. Yeah, um, and so they visited a regional hospital where they toured the hospital... <sighs> And 
and learned um, all about the processes that they have. Um, and then, so on their tour, they visited the hospital's parcel service, which is um, now a place where families bring packages, letters, and more uh, for patients in the hospital. So you're not allowed to receive visitors if you're in the hospital, even for something that is non-coronavirus related. They don't want um, more people coming in to the hospital um, who are then going to go leave. So um, they, their family members bring them packages, letters, and things um, to the hospital parcel service where the packages are disinfected and then delivered. Um, they, uh, Philippe and Mathilde wore masks and were frequently using hand sanitizer. However, I'm not thrilled about how close they were standing to other people. It was definitely not six feet apart. Um, I know we're all in, like, if we're wearing a mask, but like, still stay six feet apart. Um, so that is what they did on Friday. And then they had nothing new on Saturday or Sunday. And then there was nothing new in Denmark, so we're going to skip them after all the excitement they gave us um, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So we're just going to move right on to the Netherlands. Friday, King Willem Alexander visited the National Coordination Center for Patient Spread, um, and this is actually an organization that was created um, during the COVID crisis to make sure that um, hospitals are not getting overwhelmed by the amount of patients in one location, so patients are divided over the available care capacity. Um, so Will and Alexander was able to meet with some experts on this and also some of the um, representatives for this organization about um, how they're handling this in the time of coronavirus, but also how this can be continued um, as an organization post-COVID. Um, what does that look like? Is this something sustainable? So they had meetings on that. Um, and then Saturday, or they took the weekend off in the Dutch royal family, so there was nothing new on Saturday or Sunday. Um, and then there was nothing new in Norway over the weekend either. Um, so now we are going to move on to Spain. Spain, as we've been doing for the past few days, I'm just going to basically read off a list of everything they did. Um, and there is some explanation, but not a lot. Um, so here is 
the Friday agenda um, in order by time. So first, Queen Letizia had a phone call with the International Cancer Control Union, um, and then she had an organization, or she had a video conference with an organization um, that advocates for people um, with cerebral palsy, and they talked about um, some of the needs of that organization um, and classification status. So the people. Uh, people who have cerebral palsy are not actually considered in the high-risk vulnerable group for COVID-19, and um, the organization believes that should be different, so they talked a little bit about that um, with no, like, decision. The Queen Consort of Spain does not have decision-making power on any of these things, but she was there to listen and talk and encourage and give her support. Um, and then Felipe and Letizia had a telephone call with, um, actually had a t couple of telephone calls with hospitals in Ceuta and Melilla, in Melilla, um, where they were just offering their encouragement to the hospitals. This has been something they do, um, just about every day they call and talk to either one or two hospitals, um, per day, which is great. Um, and then... Felipe had a video conference with the Andalusian olive sector, um, so like the growth of olives um, and what their life is like right now during coronavirus. Um, I'm assuming that olive farmers um, are not necessarily essential, so their staff has been whittled down a good bit. Um, and then, so they talked about that, and then Felipe also met with the Minister for Inclusion, Social Security, and Migration, um, and they did this meeting in person in Felipe's office. And then on Saturday, Felipe and Letizia had two more phone calls with Spanish hospitals, um, so they spoke with representatives from the Val de Ibron Hospital in Barcelona, and, hospital, and a couple of hospitals actually in Extremadura. Extremadura. Um, and then today they talked with a few more hospitals. So they spoke with hospitals in the Canary Islands, um, as well as the 12th of October hospital in Madrid. I don't know why it's named that. It's a very strange name for a hospital. Um, but that is what we had in Spain for the weekend. Um, and now we are going to move on to Sweden. Friday, Queen Sylvia participated in a virtual conference, um, including several organizations that support child rights, um, where they talked about how to meet the special needs of children and young people during all of this. Um, so that is, that is really all Sweden had now.
I know I don't talk about her in this podcast just to limit the amount of people I talk about. And I, anyway, um, Princess Sophia, who is Prince Carl Philip's wife, um, is doing this incredible thing that I just think is really important and needs to be shared. Um, so she took a, a, a medical training, like a very short version of a medical training course, um, at a hospital that she is honorary president of, um, so that she could in this time become a volunteer at the hospital. Um, so obviously hospitals have extreme needs right now for, um, staff and volunteers and everything. So she took this course, um, and learned specifically about, um, cleaning and disinfecting and, um, ways to make sure that the hospital stays as sanitary and disinfected as possible. Um, and so on Thursday, she started as a volunteer to do this work. So she's not, I mean, obviously she's not like a doctor or a nurse or anything or having a lot of, um, patient interaction, but she is making sure that the hospital is a safe place to be, um, for people that don't have coronavirus. Um, so I just, I want to bring attention to that because it's really, really great. Um, and it's a, a way that these, (laughs) extremely privileged people who, while yes, are in isolation and are staying home, are doing so in palaces and really nice houses, um, to get out there and be supportive of their country, um, the country that they represent on a global scale. Um, so I just think that this is really, really important and something that not every royal can do because, you know, monarchs need to be monitoring the situation and supporting in a much different way. Um, but for someone in Sophia's position, I think is really, really great for her to be doing, or just like the Countess of Wessex is doing in the UK. Like she's doing the work that all of us kind of wish we could be doing. Um, so I just think that that is really important. So I wanted to bring attention to it. Um, And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back tomorrow. Um, This week, I am, we're just going to do the daily rundowns. Um, So the weeks might, the day, the episodes might be a little bit shorter. um, But I think that's just what I need to do right now. um, While I figure out what's next when this COVID situation is not over. (laughs) Um, So just as I figure that out, this week will be a little bit lighter. Um, We'll just do daily rundowns each day. um, And I'll try and do a little bit more in depth on certain meetings or things like that. Um, So that is what we are doing this week. I will be back tomorrow um, and I will talk to you all then. Stay safe, stay well. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.